0: And I'm going to begin in verse number one, and I'm going to go through verse number 39. So it's a good chunk, but uh, really, really some good stuff in here. And I'll be reading out of the NIV. It says this beginning in verse number one of Genesis 41. When two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream. He was standing by the Nile when out of the river there came up seven cows, sleek and fat, and they grazed among the reeds. After them seven other cows, ugly and gaunt, came up came up out of the nile and stood beside those on the river bank. And the cows that were ugly and gaunt ate up the seven sleek fat cows. Then Pharaoh woke up. He fell asleep again and had a second dream. Seven heads of grain, healthy and good, were growing on a single stalk. After them seven other heads of grain sprouted, thin and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven healthy fool heads. Then Pharaoh woke up. It had been a dream. In the morning, his mind was troubled. So he sent for all the magicians and wise men of Egypt. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but no one could interpret them for him. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today I'm reminded of my shortcomings. Pharaoh was once angry with his servants, and he imprisoned me and the chief baker in the house of the captain of the guard. Each of us had a dream the same night, and each dream had meaning of its own. Now a young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. We told him our dreams, and he interpreted them for us, giving each man the interpretation of his dream. And things turned out exactly as he interpreted them to us. I was restored to my position, and the other man was impaled. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. When he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream and no one can interpret it. But I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. I cannot do it, Joseph replied to Pharaoh. But God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in my dream, I was standing on the bank of the Nile. When out of the river, there came up seven cows, fat and sleek and they grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows came up scrawny and very ugly and lean. I had never seen such ugly cows in all the land of Egypt. The lean, ugly cows ate up the seven fat cows that came up first, but even after they ate them, no one could tell that they had done so. They looked just as ugly as before. Then I woke up. In my dream, I saw seven heads of grain, full and good, growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads sprouted, withered and thin, and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of the grain swallowed up the seven good heads. I told this to the magicians, but none of them could explain it to me. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. It is one and the same dream." The seven lean, ugly cows that came up afterward are seven years, and so are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. It is just as I said to Pharaoh God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt, but seven years of famine will follow them. Then all the abundance in Egypt will be forgotten, and the famine will ravage the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered because. The famine that follows it will be so severe. The reason the dream was given to Pharaoh in two forms is that the matter has been firmly decided by God and God will do it soon. And now let Pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should collect all the food of these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food this food should be held in reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon egypt so the country may not be ruined by the famine the plan seemed good to pharaoh and to all his officials so pharaoh asked him can we find anyone like this man one in whom is the spirit of god then pharaoh said to joseph since god has made all this known to you
1: there is no one so discerning and wise as you hey church family this is uh, brad white men's pastor here at new vision i'm so grateful for pastor nick reading that passage for me for those of you that might have missed it in one of our previous podcasts we actually had a conversation about me having dyslexia and so when it comes to reading large chunks of scripture at one time it is just really difficult for me and so it is a gift to have somebody to be able to read those large chunks for me i promise it's good for my sanity and it's good for yours too So I want to talk about this scripture that we just read through. You know, my first Sunday at New Vision as a church member was actually the first Sunday that my wife and I were married, and Pastor Brady spoke on tithing, and so we were kind of investigating churches, and it just so happened to be a message on on giving the very first week that we come, but God really spoke to my heart and challenged me to start to give to New Vision prior to even being members. And so we did, that very first Sunday, we made a commitment to begin to tithe to New Vision, and we started coming to New Vision, and God was so faithful to us. Well, several weeks went by, and we continued to tithe, and then I remember one week came where I knew that once the check cleared, and it was a small check, I knew that once it cleared, there was going to be 46 cents left in the bank. And I remembered how Pastor Brady had said that God will make provision for us when he gives us some type of vision, when he calls us to something. And so I said, okay, God, I trust you with this. So I gave the check, and I didn't think a lot about it until Wednesday rolled around. And when Wednesday rolled around, I walked out to the mailbox at my apartment complex, and I opened the mail, and there was a letter from State Farm. And I thought, oh, my gosh, it's a bill. I don't have the money for this bill. I have 46 cents in the bank. What am I going to do? And so I opened it up, and to my surprise, it was a letter. And the letter read something like this. It said, thank you so much for always paying your bill on time. You have been randomly selected to be returned your entire year's premium as a way to say thank you. I was absolutely shocked. I had never heard of this happening to anyone before. And so I even called State Farm because I was like, what in the world? Like, I got this check. Is this right? Is this a joke? Is it like April Fool's? What's happening? And they said, no, 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 this is, this is for you. This, you're the first person to receive this. And I was so grateful. And what's incredible is this check that I was given was almost three times the amount that I had tithed that Sunday before. See, here's what I know about God. When God gives vision, he always provides provision. Pastor Mark Batterson, who is an incredible communicator of God's Word, has some great books. He says this, that God seems to give just enough just on time. As I read this story of Joseph, I think Joseph had to have found himself waiting on the provision of God after the vision was given, after God had shown him that he was going to be in leadership. But then he found himself waiting on God to bring provision to him. See, these visions that he had never showed himself in jail, but this was part of the journey that God had brought him on so that he could give Joseph the provision that he had for him in his timing. Just enough, just on time. See, I don't know about you, but I really struggle sometimes with the provision of God because what I would love is the 25-year plan laid out, detailed for me with all of the provision that I'm going to need on day one. But here's what I know about God. He loves us too much to give us too much too soon. Let me explain it this way. As a parent, it's my job to take my two kids from these babies who are 100% dependent on me for everything that they need so that one day I will be able to send them out of my house as self-dependent citizens where they have the skills needed to take care of themselves. People would think it was absolutely crazy if right now I was to give my six-year-old daughter a car. It would be too much, too soon. There'll come a day that I will give her a car, but it will be when she has been taught responsibility, when she's old enough to handle what I'm giving her. And most importantly, I have to trust her. See our relationship with God, it moves on a different continuum than this relationship from parent to child. We move from dependence on ourselves to relying more and more on God. If God provides too much for us too soon, it could really shortcut our spiritual development. It would be easy for us to take the blessings that God has given us for granted. God had given Joseph this great vision, but it took a number of years before this vision became reality before God provided the provision to back the vision. By the time that Joseph was made number two in Egypt, he had been humbled. God had provided vision that was not to be outdone by his provision. Today I'm not sure where you are in your relationships, in your occupation, or maybe spiritually. Maybe you find yourself today still waiting on the promises or the provision of God. I don't know what dream or promise you are holding on for, but I want you to be reminded of the truth that's found in Philippians 1.6. And it says this, I am convinced and sure of this one very thing, that he who began a good work will be faithful until the day of Christ Jesus developing that good work and perfecting it and bringing it to full completion in you today i want you to be reminded that god's vision will never be outdone by his provision let me pray for you god we are so thankful for time together in your word we pray that it would speak truth to our hearts and that would be sharpened because of it god we ask that you would give us clear vision and that we would trust you in the timing of the provision. God, we thank you for who you are and for what you do in your name. Amen.
0: Again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.